0: for good grades I wish I was better at relationships I wish I was an artist I wish I had a better relationship with my wife I wish for a life full of happiness I wish I may I wish I might have the wish I wish tonight hi there happy Monday I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to Beyond Wishful Thinking with your host, Sherry. Don't forget, below you'll find the link to my free energy guide. My free energy guide is something I've put together so that you can have a sense of what it's like to use a life coach, what I would do on a first call with you to help you decide where you would like to move forward. So today's podcast came about because of me going to see the musical Mean Girls. I remember a while ago that my children um, invited me to watch that movie with them. I remember being tired, as I often am, if I agree to do something like that, it seems. It's a family joke that I don't always remember what I watch. There was some comments being made and some giggling, and I didn't understand where it came from, and they said it came from Mean Girls. And so I watched it. Then we fast forward and there's a musical, and I decide it would be interesting to see how they make a musical from a movie like that. It was very well done. I really enjoyed the musical. I felt, though, that it was sad that it seems we haven't changed. We all can talk about bullying in school. We all seem to see that women and men have disparities amongst them. And it's made me reflect about why that happens. Why is it that we find it so difficult to teach each other about what we need for each other? And why does it seem that it's okay to laugh about it? Don't get me wrong. I understand that humor is good and, um, Someone decided to make a comedy from the original book. And that was what I spent some time working on today. So the book came from um, Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind. Sorry, I had my Wiseman. And Tina Fey is the one who decided to make a skit for Saturday Night Live that became a movie. And saw some humor in it from her own experience, as well as likely understanding that there's a certain relatableness to it for all of us. What I found so fascinating is that there were still people in the audience that I sat in that wanted to shout here, here and clap when comments were made about how things should be different, that we should have different expectations that as women, we shouldn't apologize for being women. And I can't help but think that I feel when I look back on my life of 57 years that we should be further ahead than we are. And everyone knows that the world we're living in seems to be repeating things, that we have atrocities that keep happening because somehow we haven't figured out how to treat each other. This morning on my feed, I saw a joke, and I actually did smile. I had some situations in my own life that I felt that I could get behind the comment. But I'm grateful that very quickly, I had a sense of, I shouldn't laugh at that. I should have a understanding that men and women are different. The statement was, it was a joke. Women spend more time wondering what men are thinking than men spend actually thinking. And I wanted to comment, but I find that I get myself in trouble when I offer opinions about thinking differently. And maybe that's partially where our world won't change because it takes work to change. It takes assessing our own selves. It takes healing our own selves to be able to move forward And accept that we could be different. So I decided to use my podcast today and talk about these things. So I read about the author of Queen Bees and Wannabes, Rosalind Wiseman. And I learned that she has written many books about bullying and the human dynamic. And she is a part of an organization that she started called... um, the culture of dignity. And I was fascinated by those words and thought that that is that is what we need is dignity. And so I did some work on defining dignity. And I'm going to share some of that with you because I think breaking words down is a part of the beginning of changing how we think about things. So I'm just going to take a second and pull that over here. So the question is, is dignity and respect the same? It may look like the same thing, treating the person with respect versus treating the person with dignity. But it is an important distinction. Respect acknowledges the behavior while dignity teaches the importance of civility and humanity. The same concept can be applied to a peer situation. What is the real meaning of dignity? It's the quality or state of being worthy, honored or esteemed. So respect it seems would be that our actions can command or demand respect. People can learn to see us in a way because of our actions but dignity is simple human civility Treating someone in a way that we would believe all people should be treated. And so when we think about bullying and children and how we teach dignity, we see a lot of quotes right now about you are worthy just because you are. We want to believe that. I want to believe that. But in order to believe that, And to instill that belief, we have to teach people that all opinions matter. We don't have to agree, but we can have good discussions and good communication. And it's an unfortunate world where people who aren't the norm, people who feel differently or think differently, have to spend time expressing that they also are entitled to those feelings. Social media has made it that we compete. We feel like we need to be like everyone else. There's a sense that we need to have sameness. And if we're looking past the facade, past the cover of the book into the content, then we shouldn't need to be the same we should be able to want to understand what differences we each have and how can that benefit us. So I came across another article this afternoon when I was looking at all of this and it's the varieties of dignity. The general concept of dignity is introduced and characterized as a position on a value scale. And it is further specified through its relations to the notions of right, respect and self-respect. So we all believe we have rights, but yet we've become a world where everybody's rights are more important than our neighbor's rights. And the minute we do that, it doesn't make sense anymore. And in order for you to have your rights and I have my rights, there needs to be communication. There needs to be questioning of what can I do to have what I need and allow you to have what you need. I present four kinds of dignity from this article written by Leonard Nordenfeldt. And the four dignities are the dignity of merit, the dignity of moral or existential stature, the dignity of identity, and the universal human dignity. And in brackets, it's menshwenwurda, which I've probably not said properly. And it pertains to all human beings to the same extent and cannot be lost as long as the person exists. And then the explanations are as follows. The dignity of merit depends upon social rank and position. There are many species of this kind of dignity and it is very unevenly distributed among human beings. The dignity of merit exists in degrees and it can come and go. The dignity of moral stature is the result of the moral deeds of the subject. Likewise, it can be reduced or lost through his or her immoral deeds. This kind of dignity is tied to the idea of a dignified character and of dignity as a virtue. The dignity of moral stature is a dignity of degree, and it is also unevenly distributed. The dignity of identity is tied to the integrity of the subject's body and mind, and in many instances, though not always, it's also dependent on the subject's self-image. This dignity can come and go as a result of the deeds of fellow human beings and also as a result of changes in the subject's body and mind so that's a lot so there's some of this dignity that comes and goes depending upon action some of it comes and goes depending on value attributed but the last one can come and go because of how we think about ourselves and what we're capable of And so it's something that we need to maybe spend time deciding more about is human dignity. And what are the basics of that? And how do we make sure everyone gets that? And so often we know that when someone finds it difficult to be kind to another person, it most often is because that person is battling their own situations, their own lack of value, their own inability to feel dignified themselves. We need to have a strength inside of us that says that we are enough. We are worthy. And we all struggle with that because as humans, we're fragile. As humans, we need love. We need connection. And if we don't have that, then we will look for it and we will maybe accept connection that isn't healthy because it's something that we need. And so when we have children that we're responsible for, whether that's because we brought them into the world or because we are a teacher or because we are a mentor or a boss or a pastor or any such title that we would have words that could be said and values that could be attributed, it is very important for us to understand that it can't be about our own lack of strength in believing in our own selves. That we have to do our very best to uplift and to imagine how to strengthen our fellow human being. And we all have differing strengths. So in the musical Mean Girls, the character Karen, who would appear to be not as smart as the other girls, she had a street smart that was very accurate. And so she does have value and did understand things. We need to understand that values are something that is not intrinsically available to everyone, that we need to teach values and that others will have different values depending on their experience, their culture, their ability. And so we need to accept that the basic beginning for all people would be the dignity of being human and what that means for each person And I think that I guess on some level comes under the three basic of food, clothing, shelter, but there isn't connection involved in that necessarily. And that's what leaves people feeling less than. I was saddened that a play can be that, I think it's 18 years since that uh, book came out 2002, I believe. And we can still relate to it. We can still know people who have had those experiences. I remember when my child was in grade two, my girl, she came home and said that someone had said that her clothes were not good enough. I could show you pictures of my child, and I think you would understand that she was well cared for. We couldn't afford brand names. We lived in the country. We didn't go to stores every time we turned around but she was current and she was fine, but she didn't feel like she was. And then I start to look at myself and wonder, well, am I making a mistake? But we need to look deeper. We need to understand that. Why is that what we're going to assess people by those labels and titles? So I leave with you the question of should we laugh at these things? Laughing heals on some level. Laughing allows us to disarm the power of something. And we can make comments like the one on my post about men hardly thinking. But what we really need to do is learn how to communicate. We need to learn how to ask for what we need and offer that we could help another with the same and take away the threat of somehow being less than. And we talk about it at the school level, but it doesn't stop at the school level. That just seems to be where it's okay to talk about it. When we think of our political functions, our um, adult standings, we see inequality in human beings. That's why, likely it's at the school level, because at the school level, the children are just examples of us. And if we want to change the world, we have to start with our children. And starting with our children means that we have to be willing to look inward and decide what is the most important. And is it our commercialism? Or is it creating human beings? That could learn to be equal. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. As much as I enjoy discussions I also want to provide a service to people who would like more. If you want to do more than listen, get in touch with me with the links in the description. You can also email me through hello at beyondwishfulthinking.ca and I'd like to give you content you enjoy so please leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're watching through my YouTube channel, leave your comments below. If you want more of Beyond Wishful Thinking podcasts, make sure to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you are listening right now.